I have a a, a decent fan base, COVID free party every Friday. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? And I play all the sounds. Okay, well, we're up. We're live on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Happy Friday, everybody. Yeah. To come on. Don't forget every Wednesday, we rock yeah. on 920. Every Wednesday, we are on, we, what is it? We rock radio. We we rocks R920 Internet Radio worldwide. Worldwide. We're overseas yeah. in London. What's yeah. up, Derek? I'm unmute your yeah. mic. Unmute. Okay, what's up? What's up? Hey, what's up? What's up? Let's get this party started. Jay will come in when he needs to come in. So go ahead and tune that music up. this week. I'm so excited about that. I think I'm going to stir up some mimosas and some martinis. Mm. Uh, I started making a little chili in between gigging and gigging and more gigging. Um, what else is going on with Jay-Z? Uh, I just rolled down. You know, the snowstorm's coming. It's sticking outside. I was just looking out the window. Looks like the cars are starting to stick. So I'm hot. I'm happening. I'm excited. I listened to Tony Robbins today. We will... Is, uh, a lot of shit's going on in the world. How you oh, doing? Yeah. Up, yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm, I'm looking not- for a glass of wine, but I guess uh, my my executive assistant took off for the rest of the night. <laughs> I'm not doing too much myself. I'm just chilling at home. I'm watching the snow myself. It's starting to stick a little bit. So we're going to see how much snow we're going to get here in the tri-state area and everything. They say it's a nor'easter. It's going to be a big one, the biggest of the year. What you thinking about that? You know? <laughs> 
Um, Wine, beer, whatever, drinks, get it on popping. <laughs> Chili, that's all I'm thinking. Stay behind in the house. Anyways, we got our first guest here, which is Derek Reed, Derek O.C., the comedian who's joined us today. Yay. What's up, what's up? How you doing? I'm, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. You know, I, I can't think of no better place to be than hanging out with you on a Friday. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank Very you nice. So much. Very nice. Yes. Well, thanks for joining us. You know, we needed uh, some laughter with all these um, times that we're living in now, you know? I need a laughter on the last date I went on, I'll tell you, boy. Driving <laughs> me crazy. What happened? <laughs> I met this girl online. We started talking. And I get ready to pick up for a date. I get to the house. She tell me I got to take her and her mother out. What? She told me I had to take her and her mother out. She get dressed and her mother get dressed. <laughs> Did you she take them out? Me. Did you take them out? I told them both of them to go suck an egg. <laughs> take, I'm not taking your mother out. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm a millennium bowl of crap is that? I'm taking you and your mom's out? Exactly. Come on now. Come on. <laughs> I mean, everything together? I mean, you know? I was like, Kind of said, you just fell and bumped your head. <laughs> so, Derek, tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, how you are you a comedian, right? Tell everybody yes, about yourself. Comedian, I'm actually celebrating 25 years of doing comedy. Oh, I just got called to do my half hour special. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm announcing on this show here. We're going to the Apollo Theater in May. So, um, we're getting a camera crew, we're getting uh, all the people together, and we're going to film it, and it's going to turn it to a short documentary, then it's gonna go into my comedy routine at the Apollo. Um, I'm also an actor and a writer, so I'm a triple threat. Okay, triple threat. Wait a minute, can you dance? Can you sing? That's the only triple threat. I don't know about all that now. I don't know all about that. <laughs> That's a double threat. I got a mean two-step, I can tell you that. <laughs> so are you ready for the snow? Yeah, um, I got everything basically in the house yesterday. Uh, I got everything except I uh, blew it. I'm not going to the liquor store, so I might have to make a liquor run tomorrow morning early. But other than that, food, uh, you know, um, water, everything. I'm, I'm just ready to go for the weekend. Mm. You know what? I made a I made a wine store run. I definitely made a spirits run. Yeah, I got to do that. You got to be packing. You know, it could be. It could be crazy, you know. Tonight's the night. You may, what time does the store close? Well, nine o'clock. Well, uh, the liquor stores around here, because I live in the hood, they close about 12, 31 o'clock. <laughs> so I can actually leave this, uh, Zoom and Zoom to the liquor store. <laughs> <laughs> Zoom your behind to the liquor store before the door is closed. Absolutely. Absolutely. You better watch your back, you know. Every <laughs> time I turn around, somebody's getting shanked. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Watch your back. Especially in these times around. Right? You know what? Well, you better do like your dates and uh, deliver that. You know, get that home delivery. <laughs> you know? Well, that's well, well, funny. You know, the mom, I can see that happening. You know, unless she's uh, Jada Pickett and her mom, you might run into a little challenge, you know? <laughs> yeah, how they look? Were they good? Did they look good? Did the mom look better than the, than her child? Derek? What's that? Uh, I, I, didn't wait, I didn't wait around. I, well, I mean, once oh. she opened the door and, and I went in and, and she said, hold on, my mom's getting dressed. And I'm like, your mom's getting dressed. And I looked and I'm like, uh, okay, uh, I, I'll be right back. 
<laughs> he like jumped in. The, he was like, out, as they used to say, Audi 5000, I'm out. You know? But out. the thing about it is, if I'm taking you and your moms out, when me and you become intimate, am I going to be intimate with you and your moms? That's you know, the question I got. Roll. That's a freaky self right there. Yeah, let's roll. <laughs> Should I, I mean, if you, the daughter if mom you, thing? If you're that scared to go out with somebody, you know what I'm saying, meet them for the first time, go to a coffee shop during the day or something. I don't know, but don't bring your mom. I totally agree. I totally agree. But like I said, these new millennium chicks, boy, I don't know, boy. They have they have a new breed. <laughs> and, I, um, and I'm on the, I'm on the car driving home, and I'm saying maybe I should. She, she's blowing my phone up. So I pulled over, blocked the number, got back on the road. I ain't wow. got time. For, I ain't got time for no bull crap. Wow. Yeah, people got. They really want to try it. They really want yeah. to try it. You see, she don't understand. I'm a comedian. I'll do my half hour special and talk about her and her mother. You know, the funny thing is one day, <laughs> back in the day, I, I used to work for Steve Harvey, right? And then, and which is funny, because this is good for you. So well, I used to have these white wannabe Lenny Kravitz boots. <laughs> and I came to the office one day with these white Lenny Kravitz boots. And I'm telling you, Harvey must have did like 45 minutes set on me. <laughs> he just went off. He was like, what are those titties? I mean, he just kept going and going and going. So I can understand what you're saying. You could do a 45 set of the, the, the girlfriend's bringing her mom. And, you know, you could just go on and on. And the material writes itself. So that I wish, you know, that, that's funny. I mean, Tanya has a clean show. but I would go in right now, but she has a clean show. So we're going to keep this clean. We're going to keep it PG. <laughs> it ain't that clean, but it's clean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, only because the FCC trying to keep us, you know, on lock. Exactly. Exactly. We got to respect the, 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 the format and we got to respect the FCC. You don't want them to, you know what I mean? But like I said, I just find that so odd. I mean, like, is that what they're doing nowadays in, in, in the millennium? I'm, I'm, gotta take the, the moms and the daughter out? I mean, like I said, I've only been dating. Uh, my last relationship was maybe about a year ago. So I took, a little, I took a little time to hang out, you know, get my career set, and you know, do a little bit of traveling. And I said, let me get back on the set. And uh, I met a beautiful young lady. I, I don't, I don't deal with the, the the kid nonsense either. You got kids that want them either in jail or Yale, in Penn State or State Penn. I don't mess with kids. You're hilarious. I don't mess with kids, especially if they live home with you. Oh, oh no, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. We, we, yeah. we don't do that. We, we don't do that because I'm not a good stepfather. I'm, I'm not a good role model. I'm just not. And I got a thousand stories about how I try to date women with kids. And I'm like, put your kids away. If I'm coming to the house, put them away. Mm. I don't want to see you. Put, put them away. Put them under the sink. Put them under the sink. Put them in the broom closet. <laughs> put them away. And I don't care where you put them. I don't want to see him. <laughs> I'm not telling you, I'm not here to play with Rashawn and, and, and Keisha. I'm not here. I'm here to talk to you and hang out with you. Yeah, you know, I agree with you. I agree with you. Listen, I agree with you. On the first day, I shouldn't be seeing your kids. I don't want to meet your kids or your family. I just want exactly. to know you, period. That's, that, that, that's how it's supposed to be. You know what I mean? That's like me going on a date with you and, and me bringing my 29-year-old son on the first date. Mm. How, how, stupid, how stupid is that? <laughs> that's crazy yeah it is yeah. crazy and then you get the ones you, you go to pick them up and you go to the house it's like alright she got kids I'm, I'm taking her away from the kids you go to the house she's dressed and her kids dressed what <laughs> like, where the heck are they going 
with you on the date. You about to buy them some dinner. They hungry. No, 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 no. Hey, that, that spot, that, uh, I don't know where you were going, but it sounds like you all going together. Maybe White Castle. <laughs> I don't know. Listen, you and baby kids. No, I'm not the one. My name ain't Sim Salabim, and you ain't putting a banana pipe in my tail, a banana in my tailpipe. I'm not doing it, bro. I can't. Okay. I hey, feel you. So it's look. like it says, you know, ain't ain't trying to be like that. That ain't happening, you know. So look, Janet Jackson's uh, documentary just dropped. I'm I'm sure it's uh, an hour in. Oh, oh shit! For real? <laughs> <laughs> Is that? I was hoping there was some juice on it. There's no juice. You saw a little bit of it. Did you see it? I didn't see it. I didn't see none of it. And see, you didn't see it. I didn't see it. You didn't see it. Nobody. We talk about Kanye. I'm, I'm looking at Kim Kardashian's backside. I ain't thinking about Janet Jackson. What? <laughs> Wait a minute. Janet Jackson has some secrets that I want to know about. You know, you understand what I'm saying? I want to know what she's, you know, if she's going to reveal any of that during her oh, documentary. Oh, wow. Jackson can't get along. What? She's still bringing up Michael Jackson. She said the other day, and then I totally turned her up. She said, oh, Michael Jackson's pressuring me to lose weight. I'm like, yo, Janet, Mike is dead. What are you talking about? <laughs> That's all you got? That's your A game? <laughs> no, but did you watch the Bobby Brown documentary? Well, I didn't Bobby, see it. Bobby, uh, yeah. Did you see it? I didn't see it. Last, last one I seen was all Kelly. There was a little hint that she was messing with him, too. Get out of here. No joke. So I want to watch this documentary to see, you know, she mentioned that at all. She was missing. Oh, okay. Yeah, there was a little, there was a little hint that uh Janet was uh chilling with Bobby Brown. Well, I hope she was, and I hope he did a line off her ass. <laughs> <laughs> I hope Let me find out Janet was getting, getting high with Bobby. <laughs> you know, I went to a concert Jackson's. I went to a MSNG, MSNBC, or oh, not MSNBC, Master Square. I went to a Janet Jackson concert. I was like, okay, you know, she did a couple of hits. I just, I don't know, I'm not, you know, I take Alicia Keys any day over Janet. Oh, that's my baby here. Back up now, leave my girl alone. That's my girl now. And she's from <laughs> Queens. She's from Queens, right? I, I think she is. I believe so. I think she's from Rosedale. Rosedale, not Steps, Queens. That is my girl. I, I will kill you over some Alicia Keys. <laughs> that's my girl. No, 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 I'm saying I take Alicia any day. She yes, just celebrated her birthday. I'm into oh, Alicia. That's right. That's right. Happy birthday, Alicia Keys. Oh, happy birthday, Alicia Keys. What's yeah. up? Happy birthday. Me and Speak look alike, girl. You never know which one you want. <laughs> with Swiss or me. You never know. <laughs> hey, listen. Pick my if, I account. Famous, if I become famous over the next year, I'm going at the hard body. Let me give you some money. Let me get some money. Yeah. <laughs> Her man like got some money. What are you talking about, Derek? Yeah. What's that? Come with some birth. Got the money. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I gotta ask something to bring to the table. I, I can't roll up to her and I'm, I'm only making 78,000. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing about I like about Alicia, she's not a smoker blunt. You gotta go to her Instagram. She's out oh. there. Can you pull it up? Oh, you can't pull it up when you get hit by the FCC. On her Instagram, she's celebrating her birthday. She's singing with DeBage and he's singing like this whole thing. One of his original classics, but it works for the birthday. Okay. And, like smoking a blunt, she know how to do it. She's like, I was like, damn girl, you from 115th Street and Eighth Avenue or what? She's from like uptown for the crown, baby. That's a cool lady right there. I think I met her one time. Yeah, cool chick. In front of Derek. What's that? 
I said she 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 came to 106 in Park one time and I met her. Uh -huh. That Joe. Oh, you used to work at 106 in Park? Who? Me? Yeah. I, I, I used to work there. I worked there. I was there every day. I knew all the staff. I was there. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. That's what they thought I worked there, and I didn't. And, um, I, and I, I, I was a cliche doing the mail room. <laughs> I was delivering the mail to all these people. I couldn't even get in 106 and Park. They was like, no, 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 no. You get uh, the farthest you get is 100th and Park. The rest oh, wow. of the <laughs> If you would have been hanging with me, you would have been backstage, all that, everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those were good old days. Those, those were good old days. Those were some good old days. I enjoyed that. I, I I cried when they when when the show started. I mean, whew. And, but that party, that after party, that was the most. I still talk about it to this day. It's been what seven years now since they've been down. Something like that, yeah. Seven eight years. Not more than that. Yeah, about yeah, about seven. Yeah, about that. Yeah, it's been about that. Yeah, it's been about. But that. I, the, only, the only thing I wish I wish I'd have took some more pictures with AJ Free and a lot of the guests that came on that show. I wish I'd have took pictures. But you, you know what? You know, but it is what it is. Yeah, you know, I, I wish I would have took more pictures with AJ and Free as much as I used to hang out with him. Yeah. Um, or or even Bow Wow. I used to see him every morning. And yeah. he, he compete about eyes and everything. I said, are you my brother? <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. I don't know if he remembers. I'm sure he does because I used to talk mad crap to him. Yeah, I'm sure he remembers. You know what? <laughs> Nick got it now. Nick brought 106 back to the studio. So it's yeah. popping. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna have to go step into one, you know, one of the tapings one of these days. Right here. Oh, they brought it back. 106. Yeah. It's not 106. It's Nick Cannon's show. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Same studio. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's a nice studio. It was, it was sad that 106. Well, that's when Viacom had took over or CBS took over. Yeah. And they, yeah. So, oh, okay. That's okay. why they, they're not. They were 106 Park was never at 106 Park. It was inside of my boy, my boy uh, Ghost here. What, Ghost, Ghost, you around? Ju Ice, we call Ju Ice Ghost. <laughs> Ju Ice, you got to say something. Ju Ice is like Ghost from Power. What's up, Ju Ice? <laughs> you Omari? What's going on? Ju Ice, say something. Oh, oh well, we try, we try to get him and everything. But listen, he counting his, count his money. He's doing the money challenge. He's counting his money. Oh, okay, okay. That's yeah. what he's doing. Yeah. All right, yeah. count your yeah. money, count, count your money, baby, count your money. But anyways, um, wait a minute. Did y'all hear about Chris Brown? No. no. He's being accused of rape. Chris Brown? Yes. Wow. Some girl, some girls accusing him of rape on some yacht back in 2020. Um, you look it up. He's all over the goddamn news. He gets accused of rape every ten seconds. It's and terrible. this is what he says. He's, this is what he says. Every time he's getting ready to drop a, uh, an album or a new song, somebody's always accusing him of something. So he's getting ready to drop some music. I don't know, Chris. Man, you. Uh, I love your music. I love you ever since. I you love Chris. Ah, you love can't admit. It. You can't admit it in public. I don't love Chris. You know, I was watching my favorite movie, Act Like a Man, Think Like a Woman, or whatever. Oh, that's mine too. You know, Chris was in that. He was funny. He was great. Oh, yeah, no doubt. He did, he you played know? an excellent um, supporting role like that. Yeah. Every time Chris, 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 Chris lawyer's fees are like dynamic. It's I like, mean, I would love to be his lawyer. <laughs> me too. 
Because Chris is always in Paris, he was accused of rape. In in L.A., he's accused of. Rape. I mean, God, dog, poor thing, poor thing. Just yeah, but this girl, someone, some dancer, um, they were on a yacht for a couple of days, and I don't know, she's accusing him of rape, and he's saying, nah, uh, this is just a music thing. Thing. Every time you think about when we drop music, that's when somebody's going to accuse me. So it's hard to accuse somebody of rape if you're on their yacht. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> what happened? Like, you said, and, uh, it happened in 2000, you said? 2000? Like 22 no, years 2020. ago? 2020. 2020. Oh, 2020. Okay, two yeah. years ago. This is like, yeah. So it just came out. I don't know what... what, what my yacht, you eating my lobster. We hanging out. You know I want to get with you. And now all of a sudden I'm being accused of... of, of listen, listen, we got to listen to the women. Women, I know, I know. It sound, it was terrible. I said that. It was horrible. I know. But we got to listen to you. I, you know, no doubt about it. Yeah. Yeah, listen. It, it I mean, just, it just doesn't sound. We don't know all the details, so it don't shake right. Right. It's so hard being an entertainer. I mean, it is so hard because you get these beautiful women coming at you, and then you're saying to yourself, "Is it worth it?" Because you know, sometimes, John, you know, we go to the after parties, we get a little tipsy, you know, we start kicking it. And I'm, you know, I, I'm, I get into your groove, right? And th things happen. But then the next day you sober up and, and you're like, wow, what did I do? And and I, I guess they feel, I don't know, a sense of, of uh, I, don't, I don't know. You know, so that's why you have to really, really be careful as an entertainer. I mean, there's been times when I, I've been to some after parties and I'm like, should I take it to the back to the hotel room or should I take my drunk horny behind to sleep? And I choose the latter to go to sleep. Right. Because you never know. These these people come out, boy, and, and, and that only thing I need now, I don't need no scandal. I'm about, about to do my half hour special. I don't need no right. brother you know saying I raped her in, in 1999 at, at a, a 106 Park after party. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's real talk, you know. I mean, I get it. Because you do, you do be like having a struggle with yourself. You be like, should I take my yeah, drunk man. Plate, yeah. Or should I try to, you know, get with, you know, whoever the blank is? And, and it's hard to make that decision, to tell you the truth, you know? Listen, I, I ain't gonna lie, I slipped up a few times. So if a scandal comes out, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the I thing about done. Chris Brown. You're like, did you hear about Chris Brown? He's accused of I've been to Vegas a few times, Tanya. I've been to Vegas a few times, so. Hey, listen, what goes on in Vegas stays there, right? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what goes on in the restaurant bathroom stays there. What <laughs> goes on at the top of the peninsula in the Four Seasons stays there. Fuck yeah. it. Right there. Um, right there. But anyway, let's, let's get off of that topic yeah, before yes, we get yeah. murdered. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to get depressing about Regina King, but I do want to talk about Kanye. Why is Kanye spreading rumors about Pete D? They call Pete D, Pete, Pete Davidson. Having uh, what did he say? Did he say he had AIDS? I don't know what he said. He said something crazy. What? Kanye is taking it to some far extremes that he's never gonna get Kim back. Uh, I well, listen, he's been extreme since we've known his name. Yeah, way out there. Way. So, he, out there. so he's still trying to get Kim back. He's still trying. Pathetic. Why? That's what I said, you know. You know why? Why? Kim's happy now. Is she? Ha I hope she's happy. I don't know if she's happy or not, but she's happy. happy. You know, I mean, you know, she seems content for sure. Yeah. I mean, it seems like it's happening. 
Yeezy is just, I don't know. You know, he just got a lot of money. He's a powerful cat. And I guess he figures he can have who and whatever and get back whatever. But it's apparent that, you know, and we were going to talk about this for the whole show, his mental health might be, um, you know, somewhat in the red zone. Right, and we should talk. AKA the motherfucker got bipolar, but I don't. Like <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not a doctor. <laughs> we don't know that for sure, but yeah. But I mean, he's got a documentary that's coming out that I heard got some sizzle to it. What? Oh wow! I heard his guy. It was screened at uh, Sundance, and um, you know they ain't mad at it. Hmm. Dedications to his mom. I mean, it's about his whole life or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, and he got paid 30 mil. No, mm. oh, I know. Netflix dropped him 30 million. So that's why yeah. he could do all this craziness. And to me, he's got this hottie with him, um, Miss Fox. I don't know her first, Julia Fox or whatever. And mm. she's looking like, you know, shit. Dynamite, as we used to say back in the day. Dynamite, don't go back that far. That's too much. You know what? He's never been the same since his mom died. He's never That's been the same. That's what I was going to say. Exactly. His mom died, he, just, he just went, on, went over and, like, just, I don't know. He just started losing it, started doing like irate things and just like, so, you know. So, him, Jay, so him saying that um, Pete has AIDS, was it like a, like when he grabbed the mic with the, uh, what's her name? Uh, no, so it, they're not saying how the rumor started, but they're saying he's doing it. But he's got a lyric on his one of his new uh, uh, one of his new cuts. Uh-huh. You know, we keep it current. One of his new cuts, you know, that he dropped. He wants to kick Pete Davidson's ass. Mm. What do you mean, Tanya? What do you, what, 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 what? I, you know what? I am not a Kanye fan. I am you, not a Kanye. Fan. I'm, I mean, I have never bought, I listen to some of his music when it comes on, you know, Sirius XM or whatever, you know, I listen to it and everything, but I'm not one to be like, oh, I got to have his joint. You, you understand what I'm saying? But and some of the- his joints are everywhere. That's what makes him so dope. He got Alicia Keys cut. He got so many cuts on people's, I mean, he's a genius like that, yeah. that you don't even know that's a Kanye cut. That's why he's a billionaire. Right, but he right. A dope producer before he started doing, you know, you know, rapping and everything. And he's I dope. yeah, he's he's, and he's still dope. He's still dope, but it's just that I'm not a big time fan. Yeah, it's just bipolar. I didn't know if you were stuck in Linden, New Jersey, and then news ain't got there. I know the bridge fell in Pittsburgh. Maybe he was busy with that. But other than that. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, I, I like like I said, I was busy with some um crazy news today. Crazy from the time. So- crazy. What was what was it? It was just um, it was just like attorney general stuff, you know, police shootings. Oh. Police shootings. That's what I was doing. And and, okay. and uh, my condolences to the family who lost the two uh, officers here in New York City who were shot in Harlem. The right. um, oh my God, the um, what's his name? Jason, Jason Rivera, yeah. and his family was uh, well, he was buried today, and his wife who he was only she was only married to him for a couple of years, maybe two years. She was good. She was great. Yeah, and um, her eulogy was awesome. I mean, I was crying as I was editing. That's how. That's how deep and powerful it was. Wow. Yeah. You need a drink. Yeah, I do. You got one? Yeah, <laughs> I'm fresh out. <laughs> I pour it on you, boo. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, because... Yeah, uh, so deepest condolences to both of the families who lost yeah, their Yeah, that was a horrible situation. I mean, I know we don't like to get into the deep stuff, but that cat has some type of tricked out Glock I've never seen before. What? Wow, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know about that story, Derek, right? You know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I have a lot of friends in law enforcement. Mm. So, oh, yeah? yeah? Very sad, yeah. Mm. I have a lot of friends in law enforcement. And actually, that's the route I was going to go when I was coming up, was law enforcement. Mm. Um, I, actually, I actually took classes to John Jay. I went through the whole procedure of all that nonsense. And um, I got called for corrections first. And um, that didn't fly because I had an investigator. And, and this is back in the day. And he was gay and he kept hitting on me like, dude, I like women. And he kept saying, well, you want the job. You got to really be a team player. <laughs> I like I said, I'm a team player, bro. You ain't been me over the desk and then me over the desk tonight for a job? Nah, bro. And then I found out later on he got investigated and he got sued. And a couple of my friends sued and got some real big money. And I, I should have sued. Yeah. But I mean, it's harassment. I would go in there with my paperwork and he'd be hitting on me and hitting on me. And I'd be like, is this what I got to do to get a job with corrections? Oh, God. <laughs> Okay. Gotta take one for the team. Yeah. I'm like, no, <laughs> <you know what? laughs> no. That goes back to, you know what? That goes back to, like, listen to women. We gotta listen to men, too, because we yeah. don't listen yeah, to men all the time. And that's yeah. what me and Tanya was talking about. Originally, we were gonna do this whole sanity, mental health thing, because it seems like no one's listening, you know, not to not listen to the women, but it seems like no one's listening to the men. Well, you I know? I believe that men don't know how to express. They don't want to because they feel weak. That's that's the biggest thing. But mm -hmm. I did do I did, I did do a, a quick interview with Dr. Um, Jeff um, Gaudier. Okay. Um, and I'm going to put it into this. Um, uh, I can't play the tape because it's still processing for some reason. I would, but I I would like to reference some things that he had said. He was saying during the interview that, you know, a lot of uh, the new generation right now, they're the ones that are coming in and talking and, uh, and, and getting and repairing their mental health, getting it together. And he said, and also COVID started this whole, you know, this whole thing. It's like, it was a tipping point for everybody, all black males, everybody to come in and talk to somebody about their mental health. Cause it, you know, death, losing their job, money and everything, all that stuff piled up on people. And now, you know, um, the generations, the younger generation has, is making a full, you know, making a way for everybody to come in because the younger generation, they're all about being healthy and spiritually and mental health and everything, making sure they're okay. So now everybody's on board with that, but he did make a great point. And I'm going to play the interview, uh, when I, when I edit it in and it's, 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 it's really good, really good. And thank mm -hmm. you. Yeah. We look forward to that. That's us. Yeah. Thanks, Doctor Jeff. I I know that brother. He's a he's a solid brother. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yeah, I see him on Pix Eleven a lot. Oh, but really? He, yeah. 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 I used That's to. Was it? He was on some um, a couple of shows too. Yeah, he's been like on Bravo and like a main like a go to when it comes to uh, you know, mind, body, and soul. Yeah. yeah, he was on a couple of shows, like um, reality shows. I remember that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, oh, exactly. Okay. They would definitely go to him for therapy and everything. 
So, you know, I ain't going in for therapy, but I could dig it. <laughs> so, well, I mean, you know what? The funny thing is, therapy, I, I'm into therapy. I'm into uh -huh. therapy. I'm into coaching. Uh, I know my little girl goes to uh, therapy as well. And I go with, well, they don't allow me to go with her because it's private. But I'm in, I think, you know, if, I, I think it's a good avenue, a great avenue, actually, to be able to express yourself and express your inner thoughts and get and peel back that that onion peel, so to speak, to get to that level so you can express what's going on. Because there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of things that happen. I remember working for Dr. Phil. Mm. I love about Dr. Phil the most is that he has these books and, he, and you have to read them and, and you kind of want to read them as well. And, and mm. those, when you start getting into self-care and, and health, you start to realize, oh, you mean that experience I had at camp where, you know, they threw me in the pool, I better ground, I'm going to do this. Or, of course, you know, the obvious that your parents got divorced or your uncle was an alcoholic and, you know, all that stuff. But it's, it's so many other reasons. I mean, it's, a, it's the reason sometimes I watch Soul Sunday, like, I like Oprah. I don't love Oprah. I know a lot of people love, I just love me some <laughs> Oprah. But what I really like about Oprah is her soul Sunday. Oh, I love it. I love that too. Those, you know, you can, you know, cause I know on those episodes, she kind of connects with the therapy types and the self-care types and, and that type of thing. And that's really interesting. And, and um, that's why I said earlier, I was, you know, listening to some Tony Robbins and, and trying to check it out because you always want to better yourself, whether it's your relationship or or just um, how you pursue your goals. Right. We don't all pursue our goals. I mean, like you know, you know. I, I guess we're saying earlier. You know, I want you. You, you know, I want to know your kids from Yale, not from jail. <laughs> you know, so so it, it's like, how do you make that determination? Because sometimes you feel like you get the short stick in the deal. You know, it's like everybody's not riding around in private planes or even Kanye. Kanye's a billionaire. I mean, though he might be crazy, you know, listen. You think too much can, money? You think too much money? Me? Seasons. Yeah. You, you know? think too much money? Too much money, you know, too much access to things, money and power that they, you know, your mind spends, you know, I don't uh, know. I wouldn't want that type of crazy. No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I want that crazy in a second but yeah. you know what you know what the interesting thing is <clears throat> i grew up um in a, in a pretty rough neighborhood um my mom is god bless her soul she's from the south so when she came up here she met my father and she had me, me and my three brothers and the neighborhood was tough and i kept getting into fights and my mother thought something was wrong with me but it was nothing wrong with me it was the uh environment that i was in i was adapting to it so she had me see a psychiatrist at age nine Mm. So I'm sitting in the office and he's sitting there with me and, and he's, he's talking to me and I'm, I'm saying, bro, you're a white dude. Do you know what goes on in the hood? So, you know, he, he, he evaluated me. He, you know, I, I drew pictures, did all that nonsense, all that psychological bull crap. And um, he found nothing wrong with me. But my mother kept saying, my son keep having fights. But it was fights for, let's say I'm going to the ice cream truck. Somebody tried to take my money from the ice cream truck. So now I got to fight you. Mm -hmm. Or if I have, um, let's say, a toy, and I'm outside playing my toy, somebody tried to come take, take my toy, I had to fight. But she didn't know that. She didn't grow up in that type of environment. So she's like, this guy is going to be, he's, he's going to grow up uh, 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 a thug. Mm. But, but didn't at, you tell her? You didn't tell that? her? 
I told her, I said, Todd, take, take my, my ice cream money. And she couldn't understand. What, what do you mean? He, he tried to take my ice cream money. I, I had to give me money for the ice cream truck. I went to the ice cream truck. He grabbed me in the headlock and tried to get my money. So I had to fight. Mm. But she had to fight to survive. She had to fight to survive. She grew up in a small town of Augusta, Georgia, and it, it was none of that it was none of that going on, you know? Mm. So, I like Georgia. I like that town. Yeah, very small, very small town. Where you uh, grow uh, up? Fucking Fort Apache? <laughs> Hollis, Queens. <laughs> I grew up in Hollis, Queens back in the day, man. Rough neighborhood, bro. Houses bad in the day? Yeah. Oh, wow. And, well, and, and, you know, and, it's all bad. It's all, it's just, a, it's just what it is. You know, I, we all, listen, we all from that same neighborhood. You know, some of us, at least you could fight. I was trying to fight. I had to run. Nah, man, I, I was up there scrapping. Either I was going to get my butt kicked or I was going to kick some butt. You know, and, and, and the interesting thing is everybody that came out of that neighborhood has been a success. Oh, wow. Like, FUBU, I know these cats. FUBU, oh, yeah. DMC, LL yeah. Cool J. Um, who else? Um, a bunch of people came out of that little small circle. And Heavy D and them come from there? Heavy D came from Hollis? I think Heavy D was uh, Mount Vernon, I think he was. Oh, Mount Vernon. Okay, okay. Yeah, because what happened, that small area, there, there was, let me, I'm going to give you an example. There was Farmers Boulevard, there's Hollis mm -hmm. Avenue, mm -hmm. and there's Murdoch Avenue. Right. And there, there's a spot where I grew up called Henderson. And those four areas, we all competed with each other as far as sporting activities. But after uh, sporting activities, if I was on Murdoch playing basketball, at the end of the game, we would chase out the park back to our neighborhood. Yeah. So vice, vice versa. They came to our park to play basketball. If they wanted something, we would chase them back to Murdoch. Yeah. And the same thing went with, with Fajalas, Farmers, in my area. So yeah. we, we grew up, I grew up knowing FUBU, playing sports with them. I yeah. grew up with DMC playing sports with them. Me and LL Cool J took karate at the freaking YMCA. Really? Wow. My, mother enrolled, my mother enrolled me in karate because I kept getting into fights and stuff. I'd come back all bloodied up and everything, but I, I mean, I'd win. So she enrolled me in karate. And lo and behold, LL Cool J is in the karate class with me. Damn. I mean, who, I mean, who knew back then he'd be famous? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's I, a great, that's still a great talker, though. You know, that's still yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. I heard of Farmers Boulevard a lot. It seems like yeah, I've got family music and songs and shit. Yeah, yeah. family yeah. out that way. You know, I got family out that way. I used to live out that way myself. Say Queens got the best looking women in all the boroughs. Oh, uh, uh, yo, I I drive the bus in the South Bronx, bro. There's some beautiful women in the South Bronx. They poor as hell, but they fine as out in the West. They good looking in the boogie down. They good looking because that's where I went to Ooh. high school. And, Man, uh, listen to me, bros. The Dominicans and some of them Dominican women up there. Holy jeez! I almost crashed my bus a couple of times. Look at this. <laughs> look at them, look at them crossing the street. Oh, <laughs> now the men too. The men for me. The men. Yeah. They're point. They're on point. I'd be like, oh my god. But, Ugh, we, you, but you know what, Queen, But the Queens girls, they were always a little high sedity, like stuck up type. You know what I mean? That's why it's called Queen. Yeah, it was like, come on, y'all. I mean, it's like, come <laughs> on. Yeah, let me tell you, you'd rather hang out in Queens than Hunts Point, trust me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me ask you, Derek. Let me ask that, you. For the audience that don't know those areas, just in case, you know, Hunts Point's a small part of the Bronx. Queens, yeah. Queens, that's another borough, just in case, you know, we got that. They know what Hunts Point is. They watch HBO. 
they think in the wire. They think. Oh, 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 okay, yeah. But y'all do remember HBO's uh, um, Hunts Point, right? The sexy, the try to be sexy, the sexy voice and everything. So, Derek, would you, would you, um, would you go to um, see a psychiatrist now for your mental health? Yeah, yeah, and I'm actually looking for a therapist because I, I think something wrong with me. I'm a comedian, so there's always something wrong with us. Um, <laughs> but but you but you know the two sides of the uh, of the comedy clown, right? One is happy, one sad. Yeah, Robin Robin Williams. You wouldn't mm. see people don't understand. Um, like when when I see certain comics, I, I I look at him and say, "This brother's going through something. He's depressed." Mm. Richard Pryor was a genius. Yes. But that brother was hurt inside. I, I mean, I look at him do his comedy and I'm like, this brother is, is something wrong with him. Because I, I mean, me, I'm analytical when I watch comedians mm -hmm. and I can still sort of tell. Hmm. Jim Carrey, oh, that, something wrong with that guy. Jim Carrey, mm -hmm. there's something wrong with that cat. Hmm. I could look at him and say something, he, he, he got some mental issues. Robin David Chappelle, yeah, he got something wrong with him too. But <laughs> When Robin Williams killed herself, oh I could tell something was wrong with that guy. I mean, people couldn't see it. I'm like, you can't see something wrong with this, this guy here? And he I, wound up killing himself. Yeah, I didn't see it, but that, been, that was like years probably. Years yeah. of birth. Yeah, but like me, I, I know I'm mentally deranged from growing up as a child. I know, I know I'm jacked up. So, <laughs> well, you uh, know, I'm actually, I'm actually looking at now for a therapist. I'm looking for a therapist. Maybe I need to talk about it. I mean, I talk about it on stage, which is, you know, it, you get some of that out on stage. It's like, is that your uh, therapy? That's your therapy, right? That's my therapy. But y'all laughing at me. I'm like, damn it, I'm, I'm telling you my pain. <laughs> well, I know, I know. I'm trying not to laugh because you know what? You Sometimes you don't know. You're like, oh, that's funny. But then when you break it down like that, you're like, you know, we can't laugh. It's, you know. Yeah, I've been through some stuff as a child. I'm telling you, woo-wee. I mean, the thing about, I'm writing a book about the, my experience as a child growing up in the inner city, because like I said, my mother didn't understand that we had to fight. And the, sort of the, I'm, I'm gonna give you a little bit of what I'm gonna talk about because she put me in karate. She tried to understand me fighting every day and all that. So what she did for the summertime, this is what she did people. She put me in a military camp. I'm 12 yeah. years old doing push-ups, sit-ups, and running in place in a military camp. Ooh. I could not believe it. I went in that place, man. Let me tell you something. That home to who I am today. But every day in that camp, I cried, 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 too. I had to suck it up. Wow. I mean, some of the, the camp was designed for the people in inner city who were having problems with their kids. Like, kids were going in out of jail, juvenile hall. Worry. She thought you were going to either die or go to jail. I can tell right. you. I mean, I can I definitely understand what she, why she did what she did, but how long was the camp? Uh, I did two weeks there. Oh, and that and it seemed, it seemed like two months. You know, you're on two months, and I mean, we had to we had to make our beds, a military style. We had to clean on the tree. We had to go to. It, it was just like it was horrible. It was a horrible summer. But as the, like the third or fourth day, I had to adapt, which I was good at. Mm -hmm. And my my cabin was the worst cabin throughout the whole. It was two two cabins. My cabin and another cabin was the worst cabin throughout the camp. And I mean, we had some boy, woo. We did some stuff in that camp, but when I adapted to it, I became used to it. It was like a lifestyle for me, like, yo, fighting for food, fighting for snacks, fighting for your, for your commissary, it was just crazy.
This so, is the world fighting for your life. Sound like Rikers Island to me. Yeah, in a sense it was, but it didn't help me. It made me worse. So when I came home from the camp, I was ten times worse. I learned how to fight better. I learned how to do some some a, a move I can put you to sleep and all kind of stuff. So now I get back to the neighborhood. I'm ready. Let's go. Who who, who won it? Who won it? I just came. I did. I just did two years in, in, in a military camp. Who won this? So it made me worse. <laughs> Wow. I know. Yeah, you're probably walking around with your mic. I got some change. Who wants it? Who wants this ice cream? I'm going to light you up. You know? Dude, I was ready, boy. That man, they taught me some move, boy. They taught me some choke holes. I was ready. Who wanted? it? A lot of camps like that, you know? Military camps, day camps, sleepaway camp. All of a sudden, you're making, you know, hospital corners on those yeah. head duty blankets, you know, waking up doodles and shit. You'd be like, this ain't no motherfucking happy days. Yeah, hospital <laughs> corners. You know? Four, four, four inch cold. Yeah, this is some deep shit right here. You know, wearing uniforms and whatnot. I, I, and, and, and we had we had to, we, we had a downtime where we had to write home to our parents every day. And every day I wrote my mom telling her, give me a lot of air, what's going on? And I cried for the first four days. That fifth day, I had to suck it up. I'm like, and I, I would only cry when I went to bed at night. The lights went out, because you know, you can't show weakness. Right. So when the lights went out at night, I'd be in the, my, my bunk and I'd be crying my behind up, man. Like, what the heck is going on? But I had to adapt to say, you know what? She's not coming to get me, so it, it is what it is. What part of town was this? In? Was it Poughkeepsie, New York, or something? It was up, up in the year, the upper New York area. And actually, I went online to look for the location. They still operate, but they uh, operate under a different name. Mm. What happened? They had a scandal there. Um, and um, I'm trying to find an article. What happened? Uh, there was a guy in um, my bunk who kept peeing in the bed. He had a nervous condition. They kept peeing in the bed. So they would make him do extra stuff. And then one day, they got mad at him. And, and this is a true story too. I mean, I'm looking for the article. A white dude. They uh they, they took him out. Uh, they took him out in the morning time, right right when we were cleaning cleaning the bunks out and getting ready for inspection. And they took a nail and they nailed it on the wall and they gave him a wedgie and they hung him on the wall with the nail on the wall. And they, they told us while while we're cleaning, this is what we do to people that keep peeing in the bed. We don't get up, go to the bathroom. And the dudes on the wall screaming and yelling and oh my god. And we looked, and the wedgie went so far up his anal that it, it must have ruptured something. So he started bleeding down his leg. The blood started coming down his leg like gushing. They took him off the wall and took him to the infirmary. And the two people that did it, the two drill sergeants that did it, they were fired. But it was a scandal where his parents sued the camp. And I, I, I mean, when he was on the wall, it was funny. But when he started bleeding out the anal, Problems and, and that's the camp I was in. You know what? I think I, I almost feel like I heard that story or that yeah. news. Yeah, they, the guy with the white like I heard about that. His parents sued the heck out of it. It was called oh. Camp Pythian. That, that was the name of the camp, Camp Pythian. Yeah, I heard of that camp. I think when I was with Geraldo, Geraldo Rivera, we did a story about that camp. Camp Pythian. I was in there. Yes, sir. Yeah, I heard of that. I heard of that. Or maybe my brother went there 
Because somebody told me that story about a guy who peed in the bed every day and they did something, I can't remember the punishment, but something of that nature, like there was a wedgie involved. You hung him on the wall. But you know, if we all heard, if we all from the same area and the same type of thing and went to the same camp, somebody, you know, I mean, you didn't have Instagram back there, but that, you know, we all, you know, our parents were like, either you were going to the PAL or Camp Pinthian or somewhere because yep. your ass was running wild in these streets and we don't want you to die. Right. You know? And you know the right thing about it? That was the first time I experienced prejudice. Oh, yeah. The first time I experienced prejudice was in Camp Pythian. Um, we had uh, we had a um, we had something called um, um, recreation time, and um, you know you do whatever you want to do. And they had skates. The drill sergeant gave all the white kids skates, gave all the black kids basketballs, and gave all the Spanish kids a soccer ball. I couldn't catch it as a young child. I'm like, what the? F-? I said, I don't want to play basketball. I want to roller skate. So I go to the drill sergeant, I'm like, drill sergeant, give me some skates. I don't want to play basketball. He said to me, and I quote, go over there with your own kind. This is what he told me. Yeah. So I'm like, Did me? I couldn't, I'm, I'm like 12 years old. I couldn't, I couldn't catch it like, what do you mean my own kind? What are you talking about? He said, black boys play basketball. White boys skate. Spanish boys play soccer. Now get over there before I give you some push-ups. <laughs> <laughs> I kid you not, bro. I could not. Uh, I couldn't wrap my mind around it. I believe it. So I rode home to my mom and told my mother what happened. I told her I wanted to roller skate, and, and they, they gave me a basketball. So it got back to the, the camp, and it got back to the drill sergeant. That sucker took me in the back of the barracks and <laughs> beat, the, beat the crap out of me. Wow. He said, he said, you will never write a little like this again to your mom and beat the crap out of me. He called me the N-word. Wow. Left wow. me in the, bar- in the back of the barracks. I need mental help. I need, I, I need I something wrong up here. But you, See, you know what? I know how I got him back, though. I got him back, though. Because I'm, I'm from the hood. I, I don't play that nonsense. I don't play that. You don't mess with me. I'm from the hood. <laughs> so what happened, we had something called fight night. Where everybody in the camp go down, go down to the arena. And each bunk would fight against another bunk. So... My bunk was the best because we had we had the roughest dudes. And um, on the north side, on the south side, they had a, a dude who was from um, the Bronx. He was the toughest dude. The dude in my barracks was beating everybody on my side, and the dude from the um, south side was beating everybody on his side. So one, they had to fight each other to see who was the best inside the camp. So everybody's down in the boxing arena. I raise my hand. I tell a drill sergeant, I have to go to the bathroom. The bathroom is yeah. the barracks, so I got to go to the barracks. So I go to the barracks. Now his barrack, it had a glass window. So I took a big brick, I took it and I threw it through his window and bust the window out and the window, all the glass went on his, 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 uh, his cot. So I'm like, you know, I got him back. But what happened, another dude was in the barracks taking a leak, a white dude. He saw it like, oh shoot, I'm going to tell Drill Sergeant Paul what you just did. So he takes off running. I take off running behind him. I said, if I don't catch this dude before he gets to the drill sergeant, that's my butt. So I <laughs> catch the dude and I jack him up. I beat the crap out of him. I, I grab him by the face. I choke him. I said, if you tell him I'll kill you, I'll kill you, I'll kill you, I'll kill you. <laughs> so at, at, at the end, we walk back to the barracks. He goes to the barracks. He goes ballistic. Who the hell broke my window? This is bullshit. Everybody line up in formation. I'm going to drill you suckers till you die. 
I want to know who broke my window. Who the and the Dwight dude looking at me, I'm looking at him like <laughs> it's like that's they set it off. Push up, sit up, running and drilling. And every time we get up, people are like somebody say something. And I look the way dude, I'm like, you better not. But that's how I got him back. But but that's the thing I went to in my job childhood. That's why I need. Oh some wow! Wow! If you serious. I agree. You need therapy if you. I got it. that sucker. I got him back. Though. I got that sucker back. He never knew who did that. He never knew who did it. And he had to kiss the glass up. And uh, man, that brother. He, that, that brother was. He was mad as out the way. But mm. like I said, I'm from the city. I'm gonna get you back. I'm gonna get you. Well, I'm. Hey, listen. Um, you know, with uh, Regina King. Oh my God, my condolences again. I'm sorry. I, first of all, I, I my computer just shut off. So now I'm on my iPad. I don't know what happened, but uh, and it's not connecting. But anyways, um, my condolences again to uh, Regina King and her family. No, now for what our son, um, what happened? Committed suicide. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you, and this is why we were talking about uh, mental health. And we with black men, we just don't know. You know, no. I, we don't I don't know. You know, just don't know. I, I wouldn't just say I, I'm going to say our, our our you know black men in general. But I'm just gonna say people in general at this point, because COVID has really taken taken its toll on a lot. Let's see now. I don't want to join the meeting. But anyways, didn't want to be a Debbie Downer. <laughs> right. But you know, I, I mean, this generation is the most um, sad generation I've ever seen. Oh my I mean, god. How do we go from? The war on drugs till now, it's okay to use drugs. I mean, I, 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 that, that baffles me. Back mm. in the day, everything was like, no, the war on drugs, say no to drugs. Now it's like, yeah, say yeah. Everybody get high. Everybody get high. Everybody take pills. Everybody. <laughs> it's the worst generation. Yeah. It's like yeah. They, 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 they get depressed and, and automatically, I'm going to get a bag of weed or well, I'm going to get drunk or I'm going to pop some pills. Right. I mean, we did it back yeah. in our day, but it wasn't that bad, man. Now it's just it like, it's out of control. Well, they're lacing it with fentanyl and everything. I wouldn't, I wouldn't share anything with anybody at all because they're lacing stuff with fentanyl. You'll yeah. die for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Fentanyl is everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. you fucked on the, on... fuck me up with that camp story, though. I tell you. Yeah, like I said, yeah. I, I'm actually going to write. Um, I, I really want to write and put it into a movie form, but I think I'm going to do a book form first. Because I got a lot, I got a lot of stories out of that camp, man. And like I said, me being a writer and a comedian, somebody has to know that story, man. And it, it's, it's a great story. It's mm. incredible. Look, listen, everybody's got a good story. Everybody's got stories. They definitely do. Everybody's got a story. But anyways, we about to get up out of here. It's like nine fifty four or something like that. Any last thoughts or anything like that? Oh, well, before I go, well, I'll introduce this the video um, with Dr. J. Um, later and everything. Hopefully, uh, my computer crashed. That's exactly what happened. It crashed. Mm. Any last thoughts? No. Yeah. Um, I, I think mm. that we need, we, we need to sit down and talk to our, our our kids more and try to get more in depth into their lives. Um, last uh, two years ago, right before COVID hit, I did a comedy show to raise awareness to bullying in schools. 
Uh, and I had no idea, I had no idea the impact that bullying had on these kids nowadays. Um, not only physical bullying, but they call what they call cyberbullying, where they bully you over the computer. Um, yeah, I, 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 did, I did the research because I wanted to go in and I wanted to be uh, knowledgeable of what the kids go through. And I also spoke to my, my, my two um, cousins. One is in junior high school, one in elementary school. And they expressed concern about how when they get bullied on the internet that they don't want to go to school. So we have hmm. to watch, we have to watch and talk to our, our kids about stuff like that. Thank God her moms talked to her because her older daughter was getting bullied over the internet and she would not go to school. She didn't want to go to school, wouldn't get out to bed. Wow. So she did, a, yeah. she did an investigation and she found out she was, her daughter being cyber bullied over the internet and they yeah. addressed the issue. But, but had she not addressed the issue, her daughter would, would have been going through life with, you know, jacked up. So yeah, we bully. We got to start talking to our, our, our kids more and finding out what's going on in their lives. We got to get down to the nitty gritty, man. You really, really, really do. Yeah. Well, you know, bullying has been around for since the beginning of time. So and, 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 and yes, you do carry scars with you. OK, I'll you tell do. you a bullying. You, you do. When I was a, a young teenager, I guess preteen or whatever, I was living overseas. Um, the, my bullying was the forehead. They used to come on the bus and slap me in the forehead. Call me foul. <laughs> I'm in the lab, I'm sorry. No, I, I, it is funny. It is funny. So I'm sitting there in my seat, you know, after a day at school, I'm sitting on my seat on the bus and everything, and people just come by like, foe, foe here. And sometimes they slap my forehead with four fingers. Yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so so I, did, I wasn't, I, I, some people just can't handle certain things. I wasn't right. scarred. I wasn't scarred by it or anything. I didn't care because I always clapped back, you know, when I could, um, whatever, if they weren't, you know, at that time. But um, a lot of people, I'm going to say a lot, a majority of people carry some of that bullying stuff. You remember there was an error um, where people were fat and all of a sudden, look at me now. Remember Jenny Jones used to do that show? Yeah, look yeah. at me now. Yeah. yeah. You know, so, you know, um, yeah, we do need to talk to the kids. Then parents do, do need to be involved in everything. But bullying has been going on forever. Yeah, bullying sucks. So. Yeah, it does. It does suck. Bullying but now sucks. we're in the people take their lives you know oh yeah yeah pressure yeah yeah pressure but anyways we're getting ready to get out of here uh it's 957 jui you can turn up that music and everything Derek oc bus driver oh my instagram 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 handle yes. d-e-e underscore red 2001 once again, b-e-e underscore red 2001 on facebook is Derek oc reed on Twitter is OC the bus driver. Bus driver. You really drive a bus, right? Absolutely. South Bronx. <laughs> South Bronx, South, South Bronx, South Bronx and everything. When's your next show? Uh, I have a show on Tuesday in, in Harlem, February 1st. The next one is February 12th. I have two on February 12th. One in Brooklyn, one in Queens. After that, February 20th in Queens. So okay. I have to come right. What's that Instagram again? D E E underscore red R E D two thousand one on Instagram. All right. Well, thank you so much for stopping by, Derek. Absolutely. Make, and I'll make, see you out there, time. You know, we'll kick it. We'll hang out. We'll kick it. 
Exactly, um, exactly. I'm actually, going, I'm actually doing a podcast tomorrow in the um, comedy in Harlem. They call me to do something for them in Harlem um, Sunday. Oh, you're doing a podcast at, at comedy in Harlem? Yeah, they're they doing some, okay. kind of, some kind of thing with that, yeah. Okay, cool, cool, shout cool, to cool. Jamie Roberts, man. Jamie Roberts and his girl, Nikki Shout Sunshine. out to, yes, shout out to Open Jamie Roberts. Black, black Roberts. owned comedy club black in Harlem. Yes, black owned comedy uh, spot. Great comedians come out there. Make sure you all come out. If you live in the area, come out to Harlem. Yeah. Comedy in Harlem. You got good food, good drinks, good laughs. There you go. Shout out to you, Jamie. All right, y'all. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah, we have uh, Black News Network. Oh, yeah. 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 So he's doing his thing. Jamie's doing his thing. He's definitely doing his thing. You saw him on Channel 2? They did something on Channel 2, the news with him. Yeah, 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 saw that, yeah. Very good. That was good. We're going to make the, hopefully we can make make that club something big so everybody want to come there, fly in, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. All right, y'all, we're getting out of here. Nice meeting you, man. No doubt, man, it was great. I open it, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, friend me on Facebook, Thank man. You. Friend me on Facebook. I'm trying to friend you on Instagram, but at D E E underscore R E E D. No, R E D. R Red. R E D. Red 2001. Oh, I see it. All right. Okay, we're getting out of here. Good night, everybody. Thank you. Stay safe. Good night, Eric. Thank you so much. Make sure you're safe and make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook at TJ Always On. Yeah, you ice, take us out of here. All right, see you guys. Stay home. Don't drive in the snow. Stay at my home. Stay out of the snow. Okay, bye. Peace. That was fun. See you next week. DJJUIs, keep it real. Like a piece of blue steel. No doubt. <laughs>